Welcome back to another episode of the Force for Girl podcast. I'm Ricardo, and this is a very special week. We have two episodes coming at you this week, one today and one on Thursday. Today, I'm going to be discussing discipline, part one, from my point of view. So two episodes. Why? Because me and Courtney, we agree on a lot of things. You know, we come here, we share thoughts, we share ideas. We have different points of view, which is beautiful. And we encourage that. But on this topic, we are from coming from two separate points of view, two separate ideas on discipline. And we figured it would be the best, the most ideal to bring two separate episodes. So today I'm going to give you Ricardo's point of view on discipline. So to me, discipline is one thing. It's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. It's doing what you have to do even when you don't feel like it. Or like my friend Gray says, doing what you need to do when no one is looking. It's so easy to do what you have to do when All eyes are on you when you're showing people that you're doing all these great and awesome things. But what are you doing when no one is looking? What are you doing when you don't really, truly feel like it? I mean, I get it. We want to put our best selves out there. But true discipline comes from doing what you have to do when you don't feel like it or when nobody is looking. That's where the real work comes in. The real inner work, the real work right here that impacts the whole outer world, or like we like to call it, the outer game. And I'm going to tell you guys a little secret here. No one really looks at your struggle. Maybe it might inspire some people, the struggles that you overcame, but ultimately, no one cares. And this is going to be a harsh fact, a harsh truth, but here it comes. No one really cares about your struggles. They may give you grace because they see what you're going through. But the fact is that people only care about the result that you create. And I'll tell you this right now. You don't care about other people's struggles either. Again, you might get inspired and you may give them grace. But ultimately, you also only care about the result. Let's just say that you're going grocery shopping and you have a big dinner planned or even better, you're going to get paid. You're waiting on a customer to pay you. You're waiting on some money to come in. You've already done the work and you're just waiting for the payment. Maybe they ran into some financial issues. Will you give them some grace? Yeah, you might give them some understanding. You might say, hey, you know what? I understand Some situations came up, but I'm going to need you to pay me by the end of the week or in two weeks or whatever you decide. But ultimately, the only thing that really matters to you at this point is the end result. Are they going to pay you? Going back to my grocery example, you have a big dinner planned and you're going to five different grocery stores and they don't have what you want. They don't have what you're looking for. The only thing that matters is getting that dinner done. Does it really matter how much struggle you're going to put into it? Does it really matter what you're going through? 
No. What really only truly matters is the end result. And the fact is, is if you want the result, you have to do the work regardless if you feel like it. That's the point. You have to do the work if you want the result. I could sit here and say, hey, guys, I I want a six pack. I want to lose some weight. I want to get into shape. I want my energy to go through the roof and be up there. But if I don't do the work, so it's not really going to matter. It's not really going to matter. And then ultimately, if I keep on telling you guys about everything that I'm going to do, everything that I'm going to accomplish, and I don't accomplish anything, and I don't create a result, you're going to start to wonder, what is up with Ricardo? He keeps talking about this, but there's no result here. Is it really that simple? I would say it is. But so now we know that discipline is important. We know it starts with you. We know people don't care about what we're going through. They only care about the result. And that's also how we are. We want the result. And it really doesn't matter what we're going through. We have to do what we have to do, even when we don't feel like doing it. But how do you create discipline? Well, the easy Ricardo 101 answer is you suck it up and do it. You suck it up and just do it even when you don't feel like it. Why? Because there's going to be repercussions. There's going to be repercussions. Some repercussions may be good if you do what you need to do. Sometimes the repercussions are going to be bad. Whether you do something or don't do something, there will be short-term or long-term repercussions. That's just how it is. We have to do the things that have to be done, period. We have to perform. We have to get the job done. We have to show up. Unfortunately, life doesn't stop for us. It just doesn't. And if we think the world is going to stop just because we're going through something and that we don't have to deliver the result, man, there's going to be some repercussions. So that's really the easy answer. You got to suck it up and do it even when you don't want to. But the reality is there might be something else going there. There might be something that's happening and that's sending you into a crash state. And crash state is what we call any state that is not supporting us. Stress, anxiety, fear, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, that's what we call a crash state. So what could be sending you into a crash state? It could be different for everyone. But the first thing you have to do is get yourself out of your head. There's something going on here when it comes to discipline that is causing this reaction within your body. It's a real emotion. It's a real reaction. I will not minimize that. But you have to start looking at what are you focusing on? It could be that simple. If there's been something that you've been trying to do for a while, let's just say eating healthy and working out. And you just can't seem to muster up the quote unquote discipline to get it done, to get on the treadmill, to go for a walk, to go to the gym, to do whatever it has to be, whatever it is. I've been there. I feel you. But then you also have to become aware of what's going on. Is your energy really low? Is there a reason that you don't feel like getting this done and getting into that discipline mode? Is there something physically internally going on? For me, when I don't eat good for a few days, I feel it. 
I feel it. And does my energy go up or down? It tanks. It goes down. So I have to be aware of what's going on. I need to change what I'm doing. I need to do something different. I need to try something new to get my energy to go up. So it kind of starts with what you're focusing on. There might be some language going on here. Oh, you know what? (sighs) There's no point in me even trying to do this because it doesn't really matter. What's the point? Might as well just sit here and binge watch some TV because it doesn't matter. Is that going to help or hinder? This is sending you into a crash state. You have to get over that self-talk. Like, hey, you know what? I didn't do it today, but can I do it later today? Can I do it tomorrow? Can I do something minimal? Can I do? Can I even just go walk around the block? Can I just go walk down to the mailbox and walk back? Just put on my workout clothes and walk to the mailbox and walk back. Keep it tiny. I'm a big believer in the tiny habits to really get started and to create that discipline. That's what I love the Tiny Habits Framework for. And so if you haven't picked up the book, Tiny Habits, make sure you go pick it up. We're going to start the book club in December of 2021, one or two weeks before New Year's, because I want you guys to get started on the Tiny Habits. So for more, be on the lookout for more information on that. But Tiny Habits works because it starts to create that discipline. You start small and you create some momentum. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That's where it starts. So you have to stop beating yourself up. You have to let that language go. You have to let that fear of failure go. And you just have to kind of go for it and change what you're focusing on. Be aware of what's going on in your emotions and your body. Is it sending you towards a crash state or is it sending you towards an empowering state, which we call a coach state? You really have to analyze and diagnose it. Because it is an issue and it won't go away until you give it the attention that it needs to have. And again, check out the Tiny Habits Framework. There's nothing wrong with starting small. That's why this is such a beautiful book, a beautiful framework, a beautiful philosophy. Is that you can start creating discipline by starting small, starting tiny. For example, Right after you brush your teeth, you can do a put one push-up on the wall. Boom, done. When you get out of bed and you hit, hit the floor, you can say, it's going to be a wonderful day. Because guess what happens? When you start to implement these tiny little habits, whether it's one push-up, one squat, one line in your journal, whatever the case may be, you start to strengthen that discipline muscle. And what happens when you start to strengthen that discipline muscle? Then you start to do just a little bit more. It might start with one push-up on the wall, then it goes to two, then it goes to three, then it goes to four, and so on and so on and so on. But you have established what we call a bedrock habit. That default that you're always going to win no matter what. You set yourself up to win no matter what. And that's what starts to create that discipline. Because when you do it once, you feel the win, you feel good, you celebrate, you're like, yes, I got it done. And that'll motivate you and inspire you and give you that momentum to do it twice or to do even a little bit more. 
And then all of a sudden you're on a 30-day streak. Then you're on a 45-day streak. Then you're on a 60-day streak. And now you're feeling good. Now this habit is part of your life. Why? Because it started out with discipline. That's the end goal. Discipline is to start. The end goal is to be the person that does the thing that you're trying to start off with discipline. But you have to start off with discipline before you internalize it, before it becomes part of who you are, and before it becomes part of your identity. You start with a tiny habit, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, you're the type of person that works out. You're the type of person who eats healthy. But it all starts with discipline. So that's my take on discipline. On Thursday, Courtney will be here Thursday morning with her take on discipline. So we decided to try this as an experiment to separate it out because we have different thoughts on this topic. Hers are also empowering. But of course, Courtney comes from a way more loving place and a way more feminine place. For me, I still go back to the default is you have to suck it up. If you want the result, you have to do the work. No ifs, ands, or buts, buts, even when you don't feel like it. Because that's what matters. That's what discipline is. Sometimes you have to shoehorn it in and just get it done. And for me, that has become part of my identity. Like, I do it even when I don't feel like it. Why? Because it has to be done, period. Done. Of course, I can also go to the woo-woo side and say like, okay, does this fulfill me and all these other things. But at the end of the day, I, I revert back to, hey, Relentless Ricardo says, do it because I want the result and it's what needs to be done. There you go. Discipline, part one with Ricardo. <laughs> okay, guys. So the big thing going on is... Baskets for Good is November 20th. This is our seventh annual Baskets for Good. And real quick, I want to give a big shout out to ARPAN USA. Last year, and this will be their second year helping us deliver the food to the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Dallas. They're gonna, they came out last year in an 18-wheeler to load up the pallets and drop it off at the Boys and Girls Club. Before that, we had a box truck. Before that, it was me and Jesse in our SUV in our Nissan Pathfinder loading up, loading it up. So to see that progression, man. So big shout out to Arpen USA and all of our other sponsors, which we'll get shout outs today. Go out there and visit basketsforgood.org to learn more about Arpen, our other sponsors, and to volunteer, to reg register to volunteer or donate. So that event is November 20th. Also be on the lookout for a webinar that I'll be doing November 1st, and I'll be talking more about the Tiny Habits Framework. I'll be talking more about Crash Date and Coach Date, and this is a free webinar. So that'll be at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, November 1st. So I'll post the links down in the comments, or feel free to reach out or comment below if you're interested on those details. So thank you so much for tuning in. Courtney will be here on Thursday with Discipline Part 2. So make sure you tune in for that. She's got a beautiful way of explaining discipline, but we just thought we would try something new and see how this goes. So thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to be a force for good, a force for growth, and a force for greatness. Have a great day. Bye.